Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can find me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today is Landon McCool. You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also check him out on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, did you enjoy the Sunday off from football? Did you have some fun watching those games? I did. It's like, I, you know, normally I'm such a ball of like energy and stress that like I can't really be around people during Cowboys games. So on the bye week, I my wife insisted that we have people over and we hosted a big party because it was the only right. Sunday she was going to get the opportunity to have people over and do things because I'm just such a uh, so, so such a fun person to be around during Cowboys games, apparently. <laughs> sure, I, I completely understand that. Um, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna talk about some some moves that have been happening over the last couple of days. Uh, we recorded our podcast on Thursday. Uh, we did not have the news that the Cowboys have traded for Michael Bennett, so we're gonna talk about that then. Uh, we're we're also recording this on Monday afternoon. The trade deadline is tomorrow. Uh, you never know what's going to pop up. You never know what kind of trades are going to happen. So uh, we're, we're, we're doing this in like real time. So if the Cowboys happen to make a move over the next 30 minutes or so, and we don't anticipate that happening, uh, we will fill you guys in. Uh, let's go ahead and start with Michael Bennett, Landon, uh, because that's a move that surprised a lot of people. Uh, we knew the Cowboys were hunting for defensive tackles. Uh, maybe we were thinking more run-stopping defensive tackles. Uh, Adam Schefter reported that the Cowboys kind of sniffed around with Leonard Williams, who was traded today to the Giants. Uh, they decided not to go in that direction. Instead, they're giving up a conditional seventh, sixth-round pick uh, for Michael Bennett. What did you think about the move? Uh, I thought it was fantastic. I mean, <clears throat> I think you know one of the things that uh, is – uh, was an underrated loss for this defense was Tyron Crawford and 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 I frankly agree. I mean that not even just over the last few days but I I feel like just in the in the the course of the whole season because really uh, he hasn't really been Tyron Crawford this whole time I mean he's still been he's been dealing with this hip bursitis on one side and then the other side for basically the entirety of the season and into training camp so um, you know and as much as everyone wants to you know. Either love hate Tyron Crawford. Um, I think that his role on the field on this team uh, was very well defined and very important, uh, and he was the the a very high end kind of fifth defensive lineman that would be an inside outside guy that could fill in where you needed him and could be adept at both. Um, and he could kick yeah. inside on third downs and rush the passer inside. Could I mean even play inside as a run defender if you needed him to. Um, I think with losing him, uh, even though Robert Quinn is playing fantastic, uh, you got no concerns there. Uh, I think losing him really was a blow to your defense, and I feel like they really felt like they had to replace that role uh, and enter Michael Bennett, who, I mean, really is the guy that kind of re-fashioned uh, it, brought it back into fashion, the inside-out kind of, Justin Tuck role, I guess would be, would be I guess we call it. Um, you know, I, I think that that was something that uh, he had a lot of success with in in Seattle with Chris Richard, and uh, I think that you know the the opportunity came to get him on the cheap because he was looking to get out of New England and was it was a bad opportunity for him uh, in New England. And I think New England was kind of done with hearing about it with with him. 
And I think this is a much better fit yeah. situation for the for, for Seattle. I mean, for the Cowboys. And uh, yeah, for, for the price, uh, I think it's a really good match of value and, and what you were looking for. Now, how do we anticipate Bennett fitting into this team right away? Like, do you expect him to play a lot of snaps against the Giants on Monday night? Or do you anticipate the Cowboys kind of easing him into the rotation? Well, I think it was nice to be able to get him in over the buy. You know, I mean, I think you you buy yourself a you buy yourself uh, uh, some some nice. extra uh, practices uh, by, by getting him in early, and and I think just getting him acclimated. You know, I, he's a professional. I mean, at this point, he's played on a couple different teams. He's played in this system before. It's a one gap system. You're not asking him to do a lot of different difficult stuff. Uh, so I think he's likely to play Sunday. Uh, how much? Monday. Monday. I mean, Monday. Yeah, that's right. Jeez, Monday. Yeah. Um, so how much and uh, uh, you know, how many snaps? That obviously remains to be seen. But uh, I mean, considering the fact that it, you know, he kind of has a, a defined role at this point, you would think uh, as a you know pass rusher and, and potentially as a kind of a you know maybe a, a run stuffing uh, defensive end, an early down defensive end. I think those are things that you know he doesn't need a lot of acclimating too i mean this is it's pretty straightforward system and i think he kind of knows what to do i agree i I wouldn't be surprised if you see him play what maybe 25 30 snaps in that first game against the giants Uh, i i think that's pretty realistic and i think it's certainly going to depend on the game flow right if the cowboys get into a game where you know they're up by a score too i would expect you're going to see bennett on the field more as that nickel inside rusher if it's a lower scoring game or if it's you know within a couple of points, you might not see him on the field as much as a defensive tackle, uh, maybe more as a base end. Uh, that kind of leads me to this, Landon. On first down, who are you starting at defensive end? Obviously Demarcus Lawrence, but are you going to play Bennett ahead of Robert Quinn? Uh, what's the plan there? I mean, I think the idea is just to have both. I mean, you know, I mean... Is it going to be a little bit matchup dependent? It probably, and and, and I think it, it also on top of that, it's just about you know have having the 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 kind of faith and comfort in in having both of either one of those guys available to you, and not having to constantly put. I mean, it, it's great that Quinn is able to go out there and first down and play the run, but I think the problem is is that you're wanting to play him all these passing downs and then you're also adding in all these first down run stopping rounds that's a lot of of, of snaps on a body and a defense right. where you're actually asking most of these guys to rotate so i think he can take a little bit of those snaps away from quinn and, and you still feel good about what you got out there um I think he can t- obviously take snaps inside at defensive tackle uh, as a pass rusher, and you love what he brings there. I mean, just as a player, and also just as a guy who can operate w- in stunts and games. Uh, you know, I mean, imagine him and Demarcus Lawrence working together. It's, it, I mean, it's. I think it really could be some special stuff inside out. Um, so uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it's his role is probably pretty similar to. Um, to what you saw with Tyron Crawford, to be honest, and and I just think a just, better version of that, it, it, as long as he fits into the scheme and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, but if you're just yeah. going by talent level, yeah, uh, I, I think it's an upgrade. All right, let's take a quick break. We're going to come back and talk about another potential trade uh, opportunity the Cowboys might have over the next 24 hours. All right, Landon, there were some reports this morning from a couple different newspapers that the Cowboys have been exploring the safety market uh, via trade over the last couple of days now. I know some people are wondering if they could, they're going to go after Jamal Adams or somebody like that. I, I think both of you and I agree that's probably not realistic. Um, 
but do we anticipate this team making some smaller move uh, to help the safety position? Obviously, Kayvon Frazier is out for the season. Uh, Jeff Heath has struggled some. Is there any scenario where you could see the Cowboys trading another late-round pick for some safety help? Yeah, sure. I mean, I think that it's it's you know it's it's the kind of right kind of deal situation. I mean, there are. I feel like there's more opportunity for trade now than there has ever been. Like every agree, year, it yeah. feels like trades are becoming more and more part of of an acceptable part of the game. And it's um, fun. I love trades. Trades sure, are, yeah, make it's, it's so much fun. Well, I mean, I think it, it, it's a. It, the problem is that there's been a bad market before, but now I think the market is a lot more uh, palatable, especially when you consider like the the addition of of uh, of. Compensation, comp- compensatory picks because yep, you can still yep. get something for trading short term on a, on a player when that's a short term contract. So, um, I, I think that, anyways, to kind of get back to the question, I, I think it's possible. I mean, I think if the if there's someone there's if someone has an extra safety and now I feel like safety may be a position that you know it's it's tough because you, you're gonna, you might have to pay if you want a good one. Uh, you know, you're gonna have to you know invest something if you want to improve on what you've got. You're you're probably gonna end up needing to give maybe like a mid round pick, you know, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's 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 the reality of it. Now, uh, you're right. It's when Jamal Adams. It's like that's gonna obviously require a uh, a one, a, a yep. one, or yeah, a two. I don't think that that's realistic to be honest. Like I, I just, I mean, at, not at this point. You know, like here's the thing. And some people have already made this point. It's a very good point. You can afford to pay all of these players that you've got, these marquee players, but the, yep. the, the back end of that is that you've got to hit on your draft picks. And in order to hit on those draft picks, you got to have those draft picks. So uh, I, I, that's the problem is that you need those draft picks to offset the cost while still maintaining talent um, for for uh for all those, for all the contracts to end up working properly. So if you trade away all your high end picks, uh, that's just the same thing as busting on them. Essentially, I mean, even if you I get agree. a good player for certain to a certain degree, because eventually you're gonna have to pay those guys, and now you've got more players than you can pay. Even with the accelerated cap, uh, I think that at a certain point there, that there's it's gonna be difficult to juggle all those balls in a way that the players are gonna enjoy. Because that's the other yeah, thing: the, the players have to play ball when you you know kind of slot those contracts together sometimes they don't want to you know right uh the name that was floated out there was marcus may of the new york jets uh he was drafted in the same draft as jamal adams in the second round Uh, he's actually played pretty well over the last two years he's pro football focuses 12th ranked safety uh who knows what the jets would want for him my guess is probably a third to fourth round pick uh, that seems a little high for me, considering you know he's going into the final year of his rookie contract next season. Uh, yes, you'd get him for the next 24 games or whatever that is. Uh, but are the, are the Cowboys willing to, to give away a, another mid-run pick because of the things you just mentioned? I, I'm not sure. I, I don't think they want to be in the, the, the business of giving away cheap rookie contracts for you know short-term fixes. Uh, but what do you think about May? Is that somebody that would be interested to you, Landon? Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, for the right price, I, I agree. Like, I, I, I kind of like some of the lower end talent of on this team. Like, some of the lower, you know, some of the rookies and stuff like that. Wilson, and that's what you're weighing it. Yeah, you're weighing it. is is Donovan or is Marcus May a third round pick better than Donovan Wilson? That's uh, that's really how you're weighing. That's and that's tough. It's like so. It and I think that again, they 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 also clearly like. Um, 
uh, I always forget his name, Marcus, the guy from Boise State. Uh, uh, Dar- Darian Thompson. Darian Thompson. Uh, they, yeah, they obviously clearly like him too. And, and so I, I, I think if they're trading for a guy, it's because I think they want something to help them right now and, 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 you know, and, and to kind of slot things into place. Um, so they, they, they just feel like that they can't get that from their down roster guys right now. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it was a lower lower round pick for a guy that's ending his deal, you know, like a rental kind of situation. Um, uh, you know, I, I think that might be something. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're going more that route than like trying to get a brand name for 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 you know a really steep price. I mean, third second round pick that's expensive, you know. Right, I agree. All right, let's take a quick break and we will come right back and we're gonna do a little bit of a uh, a recap of what's going on in the NFL with the trades uh, the trades that have happened so far ahead of the deadline. All right, Landon, really quickly before we end this show, we're just going to recap some of the moves that have happened so far uh, in the NFL with the trades. Um, Let's go ahead and start with uh, Leonard Williams to the Giants. Uh, The third-round pick, the the Jets also get a fifth-round pick that turns into a fourth-round pick. Um, What do you think about that move? Uh, You know, I mean, you and I talked about Leonard Williams as a potential trade target for the Cowboys. Um, You know, I think a... the yeah, Cowboys did have interest. I think that this was a little bit pricey, um, especially considering it doesn't that it's a third and a fifth, but that fifth becomes a fourth if they re-sign him, right? So, so now yes. like yep. either it's a third and a fifth to rent him for nine games, in which you're not going to do anything. Like you don't have eight games. They they haven't even had their eight buy games. Yet. Eight games. So, oh my god. So so so. <laughs> You either you're you're paying that to rent him for eight games in which you know you're clearly not going to be doing anything, or uh, you are um, about to uh, re-sign this guy and pay a third and a fourth and pay him a whole bunch of money for uh, at a position that yeah, they're already I mean, pretty good at. It's not like that's not like no, a not at all. And so that's that's really confusing because. I understand having depth at a, at a position, but like that's that's too much. You're spending that's too much like misappropriation of in, in, in one spot. That like I don't know. I, I just it's it's not just the money. It's the money and the picks and all of it. That's that's just too much. I I agree. I, I mean, maybe the Giants just really want to win this Monday night game against the Cowboys. They're just no, throwing maybe, every maybe asset that's they it. have yeah. to to look good. I, I don't know. It, this one is confusing to me because I like Leonard Williams, but I think everybody can agree he's been a disappointment for the sixth overall pick in the draft. He, what he really is is a glorified run stuffer who doesn't make a lot of plays as a pass rusher. And uh, I've kind of always thought he's a better fit in a 4-3 as a one technique, uh, but now you're using him again as probably a five technique in that defense, right? Uh, how valuable is Leonard Williams going to be as a five technique? You know, you're going to have to pay him a, b- a bunch of money. He has just uh, seven sacks over the last three seasons, none this year. I-, I don't know. That one, that one's a little puzzling to me. Um, let's go ahead and move on to some other ones. We'll just kind of do these rapid fire. Uh, the 49ers traded for Bron- for Broncos wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders. That was a third and fourth round pick. Uh, I've mentioned Sanders as a potential trade candidate for the Cowboys. 
Uh, I thought that was a little too expensive for the Cowboys, uh, but it's a good fit for the 49ers. What did you think of that move? Yeah, I mean, again, it's, uh, I think – they they were they think they're desperate to get a wide receiver. I mean that I, that that's a little different story for me because uh, you know San Francisco is undefeated at this point. Um, they they're contending. They're contending. Uh, yeah, like they have a legit shot to. That, to do that's something the thing is I don't even know why. Like the the that's, that's the, the the issue is that the Giants in general shouldn't be buyers in that market. Like they're not in the contender. Let's get better market. You know. Well, the, I, I just saw a report that the Giants felt like they had free money because they, they're expected to get a third-round pick for Lena Collins last year. So, What does that mean? What does that mean? So now you're – nothing really. You're still losing. Then I mean, load the, up the, even the more next year. Is, like, I don't – what are you talking about, right. guys? Well, not only that – not only that is we just looked at the draft order, and as of right now – that pick that the Giants traded away is going to be like 70, 71, maybe even a little higher if they struggle the second half of the season. The compensatory pick you're going to get is going to be in, what, the late 90s? It's going to be like 98, 99. Uh, that's a lot of value that you just let go because you felt you felt like it was free money. And it's not free money. You just let go of a really good player. So I don't know. I'm confused with what the Giants are doing, but I love it. It's yeah, great. I mean, I love that it's the Giants. That's why it's great, for sure. Absolutely. All right, uh, one more really quickly, Landon. Uh, the Patriots traded a second-round pick for Mohamed Sanu. Uh, this one surprised me. I've, I've always been a fan of Mohamed Sanu, uh, but I thought he's more of a really high-end third receiver rather than a second receiver. Uh, so trading for a you know a 30-year-old Mohamed Sanu for a second-round pick uh, that seemed a little pricey to me. What yeah, did you make I, of that? Yeah, I see it like that too. It's just a lot for. I mean, again, I, I, I'm more okay with it with the Patriots because, uh, yeah, I mean they're contending. They, you know, they're in a, clearly, they're in a Super yeah, Bowl window. Yeah. They know that they yeah, have a couple and, years left, right? They're they're willing. They to find give ways up to make it win too, because, you know, to make it work. Yeah, and, and, and here's the thing too. Uh, the, the Patriots might be one of the worst teams in league history yeah. with second-round picks. Go look at their history of drafting guys in the second round, and it's pretty awful. Uh, they're one of these teams that uh, they, they get a lot of um, praise for, obviously, great reasons for everything they do on the field. Not a great drafting team, and I think they know this, and I think that's why they make so many trades at the trade deadline because they have no problem giving up a second- or third-round pick for a proven player. Uh, because they know they can't draft, and they know they can't draft a receiver specifically. That's one position they've really struggled with. So uh, I, 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 while it does seem expensive to us as Cowboy fans, to the Patriots, it, it probably doesn't feel no, like bad. No, I mean, I, I get it. Like I said, it's, it's again, they're in a window. They're making a move. Uh, they're getting a player. I get that. Yeah, it's it's fine. It'll knowing New England, I'm sure it'll work out for him. I'm sure he's going to catch a big uh, pass in like the AFC Championship game against the Chiefs, and everybody's going to post a video on Twitter saying this is why it was worth sending a second round pick for Mohamed Sanu, and uh, we'll yeah. do this again next year. All right, that is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow Landon at McCoolBCB. You can follow the show at Lot on Cowboys, and I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier, and we will see you next time.